Welcome friends and to the Harvest Friends. We are here today where our goal is to bring you the confidence and clarity you need to be a disciple and make disciples in the everyday places of life. I'm Abigail and I'm joined with my friends. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Keith. Hey, Abigail. How are you doing? What's going on, Abby? I'm doing really good. So according to my Facebook, um, this last weekend was your wife Keith's birthday. Let's hear about it. How's Stephanie doing? Shout out to her. I know. Happy Steph, late birthday. She gets so many shots, shout outs on this podcast. I'm starting to get <laughs> jealous, guys. But um, funny enough, last year, Abby was here for her birthday. And it was uh, when it was we when I proposed. One. Yeah, that was when we got engaged. You so. really are downhill from here. Like, what can <laughs> exactly. you even do? <laughs> exactly. So yesterday... Um, uh, doing our house church, everybody said something nice. And then me and her snuck away. We had some sitters, seen a movie. Then we went to dinner with her family. And then we uh, had a sitter for the night, too. And we went, had a beach uh, beach stay on base and uh, a little getaway. So we, we couldn't compete with last year, but we tried. You know, we tried. So it was good. Nice. I mean, I saw the pictures from your balcony this morning. That was pretty epic. So um Anyone who gets to lounge at the beach in the morning, it's pretty great. So we're all jealous, especially all of our listeners where it's snowing. We apologize for this. <laughs> we won't talk about it anymore. We're really sorry in our thoughts well, and prayers. Well, I will say, you. I will say it, <laughs> it rained today and I think it was in the mid 40s. So it was oh. a nice view of the beach, but exactly. I, they weren't out there in the water. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. We ran on the balcony, but uh, that was it. <laughs> Well, yeah. This is this is suffering in San Diego in February. Rain in mid forties. Yeah, I mean that is pretty bad, but we do have listeners in places like Alaska and Wisconsin, so um they are all pretty angry at So you're moment. not interested so. in hearing my sob story. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not sad. I'm not sad for you. Um forty I don't is blame not you. <laughs> it's I don't not blame even freezing, all. man. It's not even real freezing. Okay. Yeah. So um yeah, we're going to get some hate mail for that for sure. Okay, uh, today we have a really cool topic. Um, this week on our blog, we had an article called Into the Harvest Favorites. Um, it's actually going to be a new series there, so you check it out probably once a month. Um, but this month, our topic was our favorite things to help someone get started in discipleship. Um, either you're discipling them and you've never done that before. We just gave you all of our favorite tools. Um, or you are maybe just brand new to the faith. These are the kind of our favorite things to recommend. So uh, we thought that it would be fun to also talk about that here on the podcast. Um, maybe, you know, you're not a reader and you're more of a listener. Um, we are here for you. And hopefully also, I think that just having, if you're also watching on YouTube, maybe we'll have some more visual for you. Um, and so we're just going to hit you up on all the formats basically. So we're going to get into that, but first we have a couple of announcements. Guys, what have we got going on? So the first thing that I want to remind folks of again is that we have started a weekly newsletter called Harvest Highlights. It goes out every Sunday, and I guess in a way similar to this particular topic that we're discussing today, um, it's designed to be a really short, brief email that has links to resources or articles, videos, things that that we've come across that inspire us or that we believe give great information about being a disciple and making disciples in the everyday places. So that is another resource that we just started here at Into the Harvest this year. And we would love for all of our listeners to receive that. Um, we have had several of you sign up, which is great. 
Um, we've sent out uh, three of those so far, but those are going to be going out every week. So if you'd be interested in getting that, then go to our website, intotheharvest.org slash newsletter, and you can enter your email there and you will get the next version of Harvest Highlights that's coming out this particular Sunday. And we also have um, next week's episode of the podcast is going to be an Ask Us Anything. So again, many of you have already submitted questions for us via email or through our voicemail service, SpeakPipe. But um, Lakeith, why don't you tell us a little bit more about why we're doing that and how folks can leave questions for us if they'd like us to address their questions on next week's show. Yeah, we, we want to hear from you guys. We want uh, our ministry here at Into the Harvest be one where we can interact with the everyday people. And we know you have questions that we probably haven't thought about or touched on. So this is your opportunity to ask us anything. And to the best of our abilities, we're going to speak from the heart, biblically speaking, and try to answer those questions. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, you can leave those comments on Facebook or Instagram or even on YouTube. But it'd be nice to get them soon so that we could uh, have them ready for the episode. But please, whatever comes to mind pertaining to ministry and life out in the harvest, we would love to hear from you guys and answer those questions. Yes, absolutely. So you're listening to this on Thursday, probably Thursday, the... 13th. And um, so you have until the um, the 16th, you have until the 16th to get those questions in uh, and we will get to them right away. I'm very excited to hear what you guys have for us. Um, hope you can stump us. Yeah. Like you said, you guys can leave those for us on Facebook or Instagram through the direct message. Or if you'd rather email, you can send an email to info at intotheharvest.org. Or in the show notes of this episode, you, there's a link to our SpeakPipe service if you'd rather leave a voicemail. I think we're going to be able to actually play those questions live while we're recording next week's show. So hopefully that will work. We, we got to make sure that Abby can hear the questions as... So if you leave a voicemail, your voice is, is going to be on next week's show. Wow. Um, so we'd love to have some of you guys leave the voicemails as well. Fun. I'm excited. Okay. But before that, we have today's show. I'm very excited about this one too. Um, it's always hard for me to narrow down the things that I want to recommend. So I, uh, I did write that article on Monday. And so I'm very excited to share even more things today. But Andrew, can you just give us started of why we think this particular topic um, is important of getting started and what that kind of entails? Yeah, like Abby said, what we're talking about today are resources that we found helpful as we have discipled others, and especially as we've discipled others who are just getting started in following Jesus. That's the real subject that we're focused on today. And I was reading this morning in the scriptures out of the book of Colossians, and in chapter 2, verses 6 and 7, uh, Paul had this to say. He said, Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were taught. And so many things stood out to me as I was reflecting on those verses. The first is that, yes, um, we're, we're called to receive Christ. And that's really the starting point of our journey as followers of Jesus. And as we share the gospel with others, um, that's the first step of response is to receive Jesus, to to embrace him as who the scriptures say he is, the Messiah, the Lord, 
the one that um, we want to belong to and we want to follow. But that's not the end of the story. That's actually the beginning of the story. And so Paul says, therefore, just as you have received Jesus Christ as Lord, so walk in him. And that's really a great way to think about discipleship. Discipleship is the uh, the life that we get to, to share with Christ as we live it out in this world. And what's going to help us walk in him is when we are firmly rooted and when we're built up and established in our faith. And so you think of those three ideas, you know, being rooted is is really the starting point and it's really what what helps us go the distance is if we have good solid roots in Christ. And then he talks about being um, built up, which is what needs to happen next. We need to mature. And as we disciple others, we're helping them mature. And then he goes on to say, established in your faith. And when I think of some something that's established, there's there's an aspect of maturity to it. And so there's this growth process that Paul is describing in Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. But the last thing that he says is, just as you were taught. And so all of this is not just something that we experience in our own lives or, or on a solo journey with Jesus, just me and Jesus. But it's it's a callback to the fact that other more mature believers had been there with the Colossians and had shared the gospel with them. A guy named Epaphras had done that to help them receive Jesus. And now Paul and Epaphras and others were helping them become rooted, built up, and established but all of it involved the passing on of, of life and knowledge and I'm sure uh, to some degree resources. And so um, today what we're going to talk about is, is what are some resources that you can use to pass on the life of Jesus and to help others become rooted and established and built up in their faith because it's not something that's just going to happen. Um, we need to actively make disciples. So um that was a great verse that I read this morning that I thought fit fit pretty well with what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, that's really perfect. I think um, this is a great uh, topic because I, hopefully it's twofold. So either you're listening and we're going to talk about things that maybe you personally need help in, and these would be great tools for you personally. But we also hope that as you're doing it yourself, you can also help to train others. That's really what we're all about. I mean, even in our opening statement, we say, you know, to be a disciple and make disciples. And we never want to forget that. So I really love all of the things we're going to share today because they're all super easy and easy to share with others. So, um, so let's get into it. Okay, Keith, I want you to go first. Tell us what all you right, got. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So I think back actually to my time in the military and when you checked into a new place, they would often uh, refer you to the SOP. So they always make, made a big deal out of, hey, when you get here, you really need to get familiar with the SOP. So standard operation uh, procedures. And what you learned from that was just how the place works, like what, what were your next steps and what was the commander's intent? What, what did he want? And uh, I uh, learned to really rely on the, the SOP. And it was, it was a similar thing when I came to faith and somebody challenged me on reading the Bible. And I was like, well, why would you read the Bible? Like there's people that get, you know, that, that make a living on, reading the Bible and explaining it to us. Like, why would I have to read the Bible? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But it was when I really got into the Bible that um, it was transformative, the power of God speaking and speaking directly, you know, 
uh, to me was something that forever changed my life. So I think when we think of spending time with God today, we don't think it's a physical choice. But every day we have to physically choose to open our Bibles and spend time with God. And uh, I would say that one of the best things someone can do when they're getting started is, is to go back to the beginning as, as far as spending time with God. Like uh, whatever tool you've come up with, I've heard of like seven minutes with God or somebody reading a chapter of day of a gospel like Mark, or even one of our tools we use out here is a cornerstone reading method. Um, and it's attached with a 40 day reading challenge. But I've seen a lot of people um, really develop in their walk and, and get started with Christ just by spending time with him on a daily, you know, so with the cornerstone, you're reading a couple of times in the Old Testament, the New Testament, and also the Gospels, because that's where they focus the most on Jesus' life. So uh, kind of like that SOP in the military, when they, when you first get there, they're like, hey, check this book out. Like, this is what you need to know. You know, it's the same thing with, with our faith. Like the Bible is, um, it's a must, it's a must for us. And we have to physically choose it every day. Do you remember what um, passage the cornerstone is is based off of, Keith? Yeah, it's a passage out of Ephesians. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> On the spot. Pop, it's a good thing. Quiz, pop, pop quiz. quiz. <laughs> it's Ephesians 2, 19 and 20, right? Woo! Yep. People yeah, glad you didn't ask me. I would not have that right. <laughs> and it's cool because Paul is uh, <clears throat> really explaining to people like us, non-Jewish people, that, hey, we're no longer on the outside. Like, we now we belong to God, to God's people. There was a... There was one foe that we're being bring brought into. So we're no longer strangers and aliens. Like we're God's people and we're build, being built up on the, the foundations of the prophets. Everything foretold about Jesus beforehand. And the apostles looking back to Jesus and then also Christ Jesus with himself being a cornerstone that the gospels are the, the heart and soul of, you know, what Jesus did on the earth. So, yeah. And I love that because. It's that idea of being built up again. And so um, in Ephesians chapter two, that's what Paul is telling another group of believers um, from the church in the city of Ephesus. And just like you said, his his point was that you're no longer on the outside. You now belong to this family of faith and you're being built up and you're being built up on a foundation. Mm -hmm. That foundation is the the apostles, the prophets, and Christ Jesus is the cornerstone, like you said. And so that's where we really get reading from the Old Testament, which is the prophets, as they looked forward and basically set the stage for why the Messiah was going to come. And then the the apostles, as they looked back and explained Jesus's teachings and his life and its meaning for us as his, as his new covenant followers, and then the gospels, Jesus's life and teachings um, mm -hmm. as recorded, by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And so the cornerstone is just a way to get people um, beginning to read the Bible so that they can be built up on that foundation. And, and they're reading from the prophets, the apostles, and from the life of Jesus every day. And so it's a simple reading plan. It's, it's also very flexible. And uh, you can go at your own pace, but if you read a little over three chapters a day, so two chapters of the Old Testament, one chapter of the New and a story from the Gospels, if you do that, you'll read through the scriptures in a year. And so a lot of people have never read through the Bible, mm -hmm. and it's a great way just to introduce them and give them a pathway that, hey, if you do this and you stick with it over the next uh, 365 days, you'll actually read through the entire Bible and you'll have a much stronger foundation mm -hmm. as a follower <clears throat> of Christ. Yeah, as I shared a two-year plan on the blog. So if you're not 
as advanced, like myself, maybe, um, you can do a two-year plan or you just have children, whichever, however you want to describe it. Um, ha- there's so many different great reading plans, honestly. Um, so just like stick your hand out. There's probably one just waiting for you. I really love this um, this tip though, uh, Keith, because really I think especially in discipling someone else, if you're new to that or if that's something that you know you haven't really done before, Um, or maybe you've been doing it for years like myself and you just need a good reminder periodically. Um, It's very easy if I'm meeting with someone and they're sharing their struggles or they're sharing what's going on in their lives and they have questions for me to just answer them and be like, man, I just read something amazing in my quiet time. And then Mm -hmm. I pull out what I have to say um, and to instead do what you just said, Keith, and point them to really reading for themselves. That is basically the best thing we could ever do. And I have really tried to start um, being careful (laughs) about giving my own um, wisdom or even my own thoughts from the quiet time um, without first seeing if they're in the word. And if they're Mm. not, like just helping them to get into that. So it's a really, really good reminder. Um, So, okay, Andrew, do you want to go next or do you want me to? I don't care. Well, what do you have? Why don't you go next? But one last thing on the cornerstone. Okay, if, we if could go on new, and on. <laughs> I know. Sure. If, if that's a new illustration for folks, they can find that either at your article this week, Abigail. Yeah, they go I, to, I linked it. Yep, there's a link there. Or if you go to resources and you look through the Disciple Makers Leatherman on the website, it actually will walk you through that illustration and how to share that reading plan with others. So just uh, yes. giving folks a quick link to that. But yes. how about you, Abigail? What is your... Okay resource that you like to share? Okay. So this one um, has a lot of different names, but uh, we're going to call it the relationship map today. Um, (laughs) And it basically, it's just a good way to help anyone think about their lives, whatever they do for a living, um, whether they go to school, um, whether they have a family or they don't have a family, they probably have some friends somewhere, all those people, um, and kind of mapping out who those people are and how you can be impacting their lives. So it looks like this. Hello, everybody on YouTube. Um, it looks like a spidery little circle map. And you put yourself in the middle, and then you kind of link out. So on mine here today, um, I just put work and school and family in my big circles. Um, But that would represent people in our lives that we can be praying for. Um, Maybe you've never even broached the subject of your faith with them. Um, The very first place we start with anyone in that category is to start praying for them regularly so that when we do have an opportunity to share with them, the Holy Spirit has already been at work. Um, and it's a way to visually see the impact that you're having already. We are all impacting people every single day. We're all influencers. I'm just going to like go ahead and put the social influence. <laughs> we are all social influencers, friends. Way to be cheesy, Abigail. Um, so uh, we really truly are, though. Uh, and it's just a great tool to see truly the people in our lives that we see maybe every day, maybe only once a year, but they're in our lives. These are people that care about us, that um, know about us, know about our lives. And um, it's truly just a challenge to ourselves of how we can really start being um, the word of God in their lives and sharing the gospel with them. 
but this is just the very first step. This is the step where we are looking at them on paper, and then we can keep that piece of paper in our Bibles or wherever and pull it out and pray over it each day and look at those names, and especially if you're in a workplace environment, um, just having the list of the people that you're going to see at work today uh, just laid out before you so you can pray over those names and not just go to work and work and then come home and be like, okay, now I'm going to be a follower of Jesus. It's there. You're starting as soon as you wake up in the morning. So um, we do this with our kids. Um, right at the beginning of the school year, we make a little relationship map for the year and they put their soccer coaches and their kids on their teams and they put their classmates and their teachers and then they get to see um, how as the little bubbles progress you can see there's a big circle with a name in it but then there's little circles coming off of it and that just shows us that those people have people too and so if we can share with someone they it then opens up a whole nother influence that we maybe would never have connected with so it's just a cool visual, but hopefully will help people be more intentional um, in their life as they go about their business of how we can be impacting the people around us. There's truly no one off limits. And it's okay to share with strangers on the street corner if that's like your jam. Um, but we all have people in our lives and we are all pretty much called to sharing with them. So that is a relationship map. Um, it's not linked on that article because I didn't have room. So, um, <laughs> well, we'll put well, a link on it. Yeah. It, I'm going to link something here. in the show notes. Um, there's right. a, a great YouTube video on how to do this. Actually, I am kidding. I did link to the 411 and this is part of the 411. So just kidding. If you go to the, um, that article and go to that link on the 411, this is, um, the second portion of the 411. So already halfway done with the 411 now. So yeah, and just to clarify, Abigail, this is this is something that you would sit down with a new believer. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. you have one for yourself, and you go through it with your kids. But again, the 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 focus of this particular show is resources that we would use to help other people get started. Absolutely. So um, this is something that I use personally. But see, we also all read our Bibles too. So this kind of all of these things are going to go for us as well. And we are all held accountable to the same thing. But yeah, these are definitely the things that I do right away. Um, this is something I wish I'd had when I was a brand new right. believer. I really wish that I'd had this kind of um, sort of purpose given to me right away. Um, but so this is definitely something that I would share with someone right off the bat and, or even just someone who's been a believer forever, but has really doesn't have purpose or feel like they have a, personal calling on their lives because we all do. Okay. Yeah. I think it's, it's such a great tool because it, it does just that. It, it sort of sets the table from the very beginning that you're called not only to, to be a disciple, but to, to make disciples. Yes. Like you said, we're all seeking to follow Jesus. And so reading the Bible, praying, um, are things that we're doing, but these are, these are resources that you can use to turn around and help someone else who's just getting started gain that same, that same vision. And I can remember when I first came to faith, I, I just had this, I don't know where it came from exactly, but I just had this idea that I would have to follow Jesus for maybe 10 years before I had anything uh, worthy to offer someone else. Cause I didn't, hmm. I, I didn't know anything, but a prayer map, a relationship map is something that you can sit down with a new believer from day one. And if there's, I mean, there's one thing that you can do, you can pray for people. 
Um, so right, right out of the gate, you know, people can be um, working in the harvest. They can be laboring because that's, that's the way the Bible describes our prayers is, is we're laboring in prayer for others. And it also just gives that vision, like you say, a, a mindset that, hey, God, yes, God has called you to himself, but he's also called you for his purposes to mm-hmm. represent him. And, and there's already people that you're connected to. And so the uh, the relationship map, I think, is is outstanding. I hope folks will check out those videos and, and the links. Yeah, so, I think I think it also just helps us to not um, – not like corner off our lives and put ourselves in little boxes. Like this is my faith box and this is my work box and this is my family box and none of them mix. And truly, um, and and I see that all the time. I think it's very easy for us to do that to sort of, um, what is the word for that? I don't even know. Anyway, um, we get very single-minded when we're in our workplace, we come home and we haven't really Hmm. talked about Jesus since, you know, eight o'clock that morning. So I think it's really helpful to kind of bring our whole life together in one place and realize that it's all, it's all about being a follower of Jesus in all those places. So, okay, I'm done. I promise. And that's all I have to say. (laughs) That's a good one. Well, the resource that I was going to share is, um, on our website It's called the foundation series. And I've got the, uh, the booklet right here, but we also have these as just digital um, study guides that folks can, can download or, or just pull up on their phone. And the foundation series is something that we put together about five years ago, and it's got a few purposes. Um, first of all, we, we've kind of talked about this on the podcast before, but it's one thing to give people a vision for following Jesus. But then we also really need to help people figure out a pathway. What does it look like to begin to walk with Jesus and to grow in our faith? And so the Foundations is a resource that's designed to to provide something of a framework where mm-hmm. someone can start at, at point A and then progress through uh, some essentials of the gospel message. And it's really uh, designed to be conversational. And so... Um, it's not really a Bible study in the traditional sense. It's definitely not a Bible study where you would give someone a sheet and they would go off, off on their own and pull out their Bible and then start writing in answers to questions. This is really designed to be more of a, a discussion guide. In fact, um, the foundation series is really designed so that you as the disciple maker, you might have a copy of it. But the other person that you're sharing with, they, they might not even know that it exists. I mean, they can. It's not, it's not top secret. <laughs> but it's not essential that they actually have a copy of the Foundation series. It really is for you as the more mature uh, believer who's seeking to pass on the faith. And uh, the way it's laid out is, first, it looks at the, the message of Jesus from Genesis to Revelation. And so there are actually 18 different discussions that are in the foundation series. And the first 10 are just 10 stories, 10 passages from Genesis to Revelation that lay out the story of Jesus from from start to finish. And then there are two, um, four four guide sections Mm -hmm. where it's talking about the the message of Jesus and the mission of Jesus. Mm And so we kind of take a deeper dive into, well, Jesus, the number one way that Jesus was described during his life was as the teacher, the rabbi. That's, that's what, 
that's what came across to people when they bumped into Jesus when he was in the flesh. That's what their, his own followers referred to him as most often his teacher. And so, okay, well, what was his message? So the second section of the foundation series is, is to look at what is the message of Jesus. And then the third section is the mission of Jesus. So Jesus described himself over and over as having been sent into the world. And so Jesus didn't just happen. Um, Jesus chose to come down to earth because he had a mission from the Father. And so we take a, a closer look in four different discussions on what is the mission of Jesus. And so the goal is to provide people from the very beginning with a clearer picture of these foundational topics. So the gospel itself from Genesis to Revelation, the message of Jesus, the mission of Jesus. And that's a free resource that folks can can get on the website um, under the resources link. So that's that's one that we've really enjoyed using here over the last five years. And I think one last thing that I would say about it, Abigail, is that it's designed to help you learn how to share your faith in a more conversational way. And so even though you're going to be looking at scriptures, um, it's designed to help you ask the right questions to draw out the um, the truths in those stories or in those passages. So hopefully mm -hmm. that's a sort of a byproduct that people will will get from it if they use it. I totally agree, Andrew. Um, this is in the article, so you guys can click on the link there as well. Um, and I, I think it's such a useful tool because we're not all just gifted at teaching or at leading a Bible study. You know, we're just, you know, you become a Christian and then you don't just like get boom, hit over the head with like the ability to facilitate a group. So um, I absolutely love this. I'm going to even I'm gonna disagree with Andrew. Things are about to get real. I disagree with you, Andrew. I think um, it's true that you could have this book and the person you're meeting with not know about it. But I actually think there's a lot of benefit to literally like having it in front of you and really showing that them that right. you're not special. <laughs> I, um, Brett and I had been leading Bible studies for many, many years. And, you know, you, you kind of get into the groove of it and you've been doing it for so long that you're just kind of like, this is old hat. Um, but uh, at, uh, probably about four or five years ago, we were really challenged by someone to just go back to the basics and really have a piece of paper in front of us. So we would print out um, these Bible studies that we have linked for you and we would have them in front of us and we would literally like look down and like read off of the sheet, <laughs> which was really awkward for yeah. us, but it actually helped and empowered and demystified it for the people that we were right. sharing with That's good. that they didn't think, Oh my gosh, like we're never going to be as awesome as Brett and Abigail. By the way, they never thought that, but let's just <laughs> pretend we were awesome and they thought that. Um, but uh, they, it really does take away like some sort of amazing like aura that we have as believers who've been a Christian for longer than they have um, and really shows them that anybody can do this. So whoever you are, you can print this out and you can share it with someone you know. Um, our, our oldest son, uh, Ransom, just finished the wow. studies. And um, he cool. got a certificate. I made up a certificate because yeah, he was awesome. like, am I going to get something for this? And I was like, I don't think that exists. Anyway, <laughs> you know what? The internet has such a thing. So we had two nine-year-olds graduate in quotes. Oh, that's awesome. And um, one of the things we shared with them is like, now that you've done this and you know where it exists, you can do it with your friends too. So if nine-year-olds can do it, so can we. So that's my one 
one thing I would add to that, but it's a really, really great resource guys. So check it out and read off the page. (laughs) All right. So we're running out of time. I'm so sad. Don't worry, friends. We know that there are many, many more resources um, that should be shared. Uh, If you have one that you're mad at us for not sharing today, please let us know in the comments and we hope to cover more of these in the future. So this is not the end of this conversation. So uh, also, if this is a conversation that you know someone would love, think of that person and then send it to them. Share it with them on Facebook because that is truly the superpower of the internet. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks guys for the combo. It was lots of fun as always. Yeah, it was fun, Abby. Bye. Thanks for being part of our community. If you find this podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to listen to it. You can share it on social media with your friends. Or you can support it directly by visiting our website, intotheharvest.org, clicking on the donate link, and becoming a monthly giving partner. When you do this, you'll receive a thank you package with some great ITH gear. Thank you for supporting the show and helping our small team make a big difference for Jesus. It's listeners like you that make this ministry possible. 